This episode of Real Life Sci-Fi is brought to you by Epic Reads and the new sci-fi fantasy Heart of Iron by Ashley Poston. New York Times bestselling author Victoria Schwab says Heart of Iron delivers a delightful cast and non-stop thrills. The pages flew by and I couldn't put it down. Don't miss this epic adventure perfect for fans of Six of Crows and Firefly. Pick up Heart of Iron today. Available now wherever books and audiobooks are sold. Do you do audiobooks? I tried, but the one that I tried to listen to was too quiet, and I was cooking. (laughs) Feral Audio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. I'm Wade. I'm Willie. This is the podcast that we talk about all kinds of sci-fi and robots and stuff, right? <laughs> and lies. And lies? Yeah. Our guest today is Feral Audio's own founder, Dustin Marshall. What's up, guys? What's up, dude? How are you? I'm all right. It's nice to see you. Uh, I know. I it's you been a while. Um, yeah. We got our awesome engineer here. I was on. Uh, I was on before. You can, if you've heard it, I talked about time. That's right. But, I was yeah. trying to. I was trying to remember if, if you were on officially or if you would just kind of come on. Uh, but you were. Yeah, we were, had yeah, a whole. Yeah, yeah, you did. We did time and flat circle. Yeah. Type well, stuff. Thanks for asking me. It's so nice. I, I now I don't record. I used to record all the shows and now I don't anymore. I don't see anybody. It's crazy. But we had a good time in Portland <laughs> about a month or two ago. Yeah. Oh man. I, it, what's great is that. I mean, we're going next year. That's what's awesome. I loved it. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, we can even drive. And we hopefully, won't, but. yeah, hopefully next year uh, <laughs> it'll be more official, and we'll we'll actually our audience will be be able to hear us and stuff like that. Yeah, it was such a cool. I didn't know what to expect, and it was such a cool little town, and there were so many cool shops, and the, it was just like a really happy gathering of people. But I had such a good time. It so reminded me of the town that we grew up in. Just like, now I, I kind of drove around just to check it out, you know. And uh-huh. wait, what state are you guys from? Colorado. Colorado. We're from a little town called Loveland. It's not so little anymore. Now it's just a big strip mall. But growing up, I felt like it. I mean, it felt like McMinnville a little yeah. bit. I mean, downtown Loveland is still like that. I was yeah. just there. It's like that. Only now there's a bunch of bars and stuff. Um, but it's cool though. I I just like the idea that. Uh, people can go to a small town and pursue whatever dreams they have because you can't really do that in our small town. I don't know that you can do that in McMinnville. Well. I mean, if your dream is UFO <laughs> spotting. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't you know could, what dreams come true. Your dreams well, for, for one weekend well, a I year. Would, I would, the, the last night I went to some small little film festival there. And, yeah, the, the, the films that I saw, you know, I hate to say this, they were terrible, but they were, it was fun. <laughs> they were inspired. There were some local celebrities in it. Oh, you went back up there? No, no, like the last night. Oh, the last night you were there. There was a tiny film festival inside the pizza parlor next door. <laughs> that place is I'm like, awesome. yeah, sure, I'll go there. I thought that's where you guys were going to the movie. So I was like, yeah, I'll watch this film festival for the movie because they were showing oh, yeah. the movie later. Yeah, we saw Alien Covenant, me and our <laughs> producer Noah. So it was too perfect. Uh, and I was drinking by the pool, I think. Um,. Did we do your your wow scale? I think you we were, never did. No, yeah, I was pre wow scale. 
All right, let's do your wow scale. Do you believe in aliens? Yes. That they're on Earth? Uh, have been. But not now. I wouldn't know, but I do subscribe that, yeah. Like super ancient they came and like... Ancient alien, yeah. Maybe they were the ones that gave us information on some level. Well, yeah, whatever, that's yeah. more specific. I just, yeah, well, there's this guy Graham Hancock, and when oh, yeah, you really Graham. read his shit, it's just really hard to... Is Graham a friend of yours? No, no, he's on. If you've ever watched Ancient Aliens or anything yeah. in that realm, he's he's always one of the guys on. Yeah, there. long long before um, he was on that show, Duncan Trussell had him on his podcast a bunch. But really? that guy, yeah. Um, can we get him? You get? I can get you a Skype call with him. That's fine. Yeah, um, but yeah, he would be great. But he uh, he also subscribes to psychedelics and that there's like gnomes and and fourth dimensional beings that you can communicate with. But he's he he finally just got like. A lot of the stuff uh, accepted. Um, I gotta write by, this down. By the uh, like all the people who own the universities surrounding the pyramids and all that shit. It's like they don't want new information. They don't want to get debunked because that's how they make their living. And so they like don't let anybody. They make come their in. living on the information that's already out there. Yeah, that they decided years ago. Like you know, and if when it doesn't match history, they don't want it to change. They'll hide things. Whatever. I'll show yeah. You. Well, no. I I maybe more subscribed to that humans because the thing that Graham Hancock believes in is that there's these massive extinction cycles that like there's at least twelve uh, like f- major floods on Earth that they they know about. So what he says is that all of the artists and intelligent people and all the engineers they move towards the coasts. So there's easy trading between continents, and then there's a massive tsunami or flood. And all that's left are the stupid like middle America people that are that don't know how to read and write and stuff. He calls it cultural amnesia. Wow. So it might be aliens, but I also tend to believe that we had a deeper understanding like of matter and reality and probably could manipulate matter. Like Tesla says, we could pull electricity out of the air if we wanted to. I think that human beings used to be capable of like moving I think shit that's around. What the pyramids <laughs> used to do. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, long answer, but so you believe in the ice cream cones? The 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 pyramids were built with magic ice cream cones that do sound waves. Uh, no, I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, do you believe in uh, Bigfoot? No. Not at all. No. Not even if he's an interdimensional traveler. No, no Bigfoot. Um, <laughs> uh, God, I'm so bad at this. What I about? What's superstitions? the thing with superstitions? Yeah, yeah. I've I've subscribed to a lot of pseudoscience and superstition stuff. I'll tell you why. Because if you believe in them, they work. If you don't, they don't. It's all about your. I'll shut up. What does what that mean? You're a superstitious guy. Like, do you have any uh, like concrete superstitions that you sort of practice? Yeah. What do you do? Well, I do. I do. Break knock, your mama's back. <laughs> I do. I do knock on wood if, like. It come if we talk about something like, oh, my dad dies. It's like, oh shit, no, find some fucking wood. Do, do, do you do <laughs> that? It's his birthday today. <laughs> do you do that gag where you knock on your head if there's no wood around because you're because you're a blockhead? <laughs> no, it's like I'm not likable <laughs> enough to do stuff like that. <laughs> you ever uh, you ever spill the salt and then and then like nervously try to hide the fact that you got to throw it over your shoulder in front of people? Yeah, that fucking no. I don't understand that one at all. <laughs> do you touch the roof of your car when you go under a yellow light? Uh, no, but everybody in high school did. Or when you're, they'd yell "pediddle" 
And right. then it scared the shit out of me every time. Um, um, I'm not, did, so I guess it's not that superstitious, but I tend to subscribe to a lot of like pseudoscience more and more. Like when I lived in Wisconsin, I lived in this awesome apartment, but it was above a storefront and the store went out of business and a woman moved in and basically it was like she sold stones and incense and sort of, you know, new, uh, just like, what do you call it? New age. New things. age shit. But she was a pet psychic and she in the back was like, she said pet psychic. She communicates with pets. And so I went downstairs to talk to her. And then, so I was like, what do you do? And then she just kind of was like, I'm a pet psychic. And like, she was just sort of prepared. And I was like, really? And I was like, so on board with her. She was her. prepared to be debunked or to get rid- ridiculed. Yeah. I, I just had nothing but questions. Cause I, I believe in like, did you go, Oh, that must be rough. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm not that likable, <laughs> but like, yeah, like psychonesis, telekinesis, um, well, I astral projection. In, in, I believe in all that shit. Uh, the idea, let me tell you a funny story about my dog. The other day I married into a dog and, um, I was, I never, I don't go on walks all the time because I'm like fucking half the walks we go on. Fucking pearls just sniffing around. I'm like, is that is your it? wife? <laughs> <laughs> she's the, that's our dog. She's just sniffing around, and she yanks and she sniffs and she yanks and she barely walks. I'm like, what? well, you gotta you gotta at least train her. Oh, I know, but I'm not holding her. Oh, and and so uh, uh, I, I I'm I'm generally I'm frustrated because I'm like, if we're walking, let's walk. And so. <laughs> That's not what the dog... The dog is just going like, I'm not in an apartment. Every dog that I've ever walked, to me, it was more like exercise. Like, we're walking. I don't care if you want to smell anything. You don't get to smell anything. We're walking. You know, it's the exercise. It just goes outside and hangs out. Yeah, yeah. And that, that sounds was, awesome to me. I fucking that's well, like yeah, I just she, want to go you know, back inside. She's smelling her life. Her life is smell and there's tons of smells around here. Every dog, you know, for some reason has every scent in the world out here, but they can't get along with each other because if you, if you ever watch anybody walking a dog and they walk into another dog, for some reason in LA no dog gets along with any other fucking dog. Anyway, so you know, dogs are just a fucking like uh status, like a commodity. It's like they it, the, everybody gets like Everybody lives in these tiny apartments, and then everybody fills them with dogs. And yeah. one of the big culture shocks when I first moved here was no one picks up after their dog. Yeah, and it's against the law, mind you. A, B, uh, I used to live in a house, and I would step in shit all the time. And I'm like, I don't own a fucking dog. And so I get fucking so mad about that, because never in my life do I need to step in poop. Oh, every time. every Poop sing- is dis- you, We all know. Right? Who's with me? Poop is disgusting. I agree. <laughs> no, I walk every time I walk through LA, I'm staring at the ground because I don't walk on grass. Yeah, when I see like, people hanging out in grass, like, oh, I got a baby. I'm rolling around on the grass. I'm like, you're rolling around in shit. Well, it's gotten better. It's <laughs> yeah, not as yeah. bad as it used but to like be. But like in my, at my old house, I just take all the shit and throw it on the sidewalk and make like a, 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 a something for everyone to step in. You should write stuff. You should have written stuff. I did write stuff. With the poop? Oh, no. But I, <laughs> I would write notes. Oh. You're like, hey. See, I think I you should have spelled out, like, watch your step and oh. poop. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Anyways, the other day I was complaining about Pearl. I'm like, I don't want to go on a walk because this is what happens. I fucking, we walk. I get anxious because we're not walking. And we're just hanging out. And then that, I decided to go out that night. And uh, I, Pearl, for the first time in months, just fucking bolted. All right, we're walking. We walked giant blocks. And she didn't sniff around much, and she went on a walk. And I'm like, D- 
did she hear me talking about it? And I'm like, I understand that she doesn't understand English, but I feel like the, a communication can happen between a, uh, entities and, and that the dog picked up on it and we went yeah. on a big walk that day because I was fucking complaining about her. Well, yeah, well, animals can sense your intentions for sure. Like, my cats, like, he, I, every time I bring uh, food home, it comes in a plastic bag. And so when my cat's hungry, he just starts eating and tearing up anything plastic because that's he knows that food comes in plastic bags. <laughs> but if I hear... If I hear like him chewing and I just like turn my head, I mean he just he knows that I'm like gonna snatch it away from him. <laughs> but he like they can just p- they pick up on your intentions. But no, dude, you dog whispered it. Yeah, and we've also done the thing where like, hey, let's go on a hike, and then we take off, and she's like, goes straight for the hike. There's a, there's a place we can walk to. It's like less than a mile away where we can hike. But were you segueing time, into quantum entanglement because you, your dog could, you think, read your mind? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I was asking. I didn't mean to step oh, on it if you no. were. Well, we're not done with the scale yet. No. Oh, okay. We don't know where you're at, bro. Oh, okay. But first, <laughs> I almost killed my cat this week. Oh, no. What? Well, a couple months ago, I was cutting mats of fur out of her because she's shady. Yeah. And I cut her. I accidentally cut her. And uh, I felt really bad about it. And I was like, I better keep my eye on that. And then I completely forgot about it for like a month. And then I went out of town for a week. And when I got back, she had like this big growth on her stomach. And I was like, oh, I guess she has cancer. And I took her in. And I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, it looks like cancer. And I'm like, yeah. And then she was looking at it. And it like came to me. I was like, oh, fuck. I cut her like (laughs) like a month ago. And I went, "Um, is it infected? And she's like, "Uh, yeah, it's infected. And I'm like. I cut her. <laughs> so, so they gave her they gave her a shot of uh, what's it called? Uh, you know, when you have an infection, what's that called? Penicillin. Yeah, antibiotics, and uh, it like immediately, like the next day, cleared up. But she has to wear a cone for like a week, and the other cat like bats her around and stuff. It's pretty sad. I feel bad. It was like a two hundred and eighty dollar haircut that I gave her. Yeah, I can't. My cat won't fucking let me cut its hair. Like if it, you try to use a buzzer on it, it uh, attacks you. So, oh, this was just my office scissors. Yeah, you going with scissors? <laughs> yeah. So her hair gets matted up. Yeah, well, she's older now, so she kind of stopped taking care of like her lower half. So I was like, well, this this isn't gonna do. And so a mat is just like something gets cut in there, and it's like a weird knot, and like you can't pull it out. It's yeah. like a rat's. It it also goes by rat's nest. You ever hear that rat's nest? Yeah. But yeah, my anyway, dog, my dog used to have my golden retriever, and I would get scissors and like have to hack through that shit. Yeah. Wow, but, animals are gross. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is a uh, real life animal talk. <laughs> um, I do like bringing in the sci-fi element. Uh, I heard that uh, when a, a giant earthquake is about to happen, that a bunch of pets go running. Go missing. So if you check the newspaper for missing pets, if it if it spikes up, there could be a giant earthquake coming. Yeah, like birds, massive mass amounts of birds fly away before earthquakes happen. And dogs and cats just go running. Yeah, could they sense the the energy stored in a in a in a tectonic plate? I think I think I think they just kind of feel the like. How far in advance are they running? Uh, a few days. Yeah, a few days. That's kind of crazy. Um, okay, what about? <clears throat> do you what? 
That's great when you clear 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 your throat right into the mic. Uh, uh, JFK, what are your thoughts on uh, that assassination? Um, or specifically, do I you mean, think there was a cover up? I just feel like so many people want were wanted to assassinate him that you know who who whoever got there first and i'm sure there was intel on other assassination attempts that were happening and then it's and then it's there's no there's no real way to know but i i just think that so you don't think any of government cover up or anything like that oh i well the government kills people all the time They they just killed a muslim uh female judge (laughs) in uh uh Earlier this year, um, the only Muslim Supreme Court judge, and uh, they said it was a suicide, and it's like she has no history of depression or anything. Um, so government kills people all the time. And uh, so, but yeah. Suicide, as as, for some reason, is the one fucking thing that nobody seems to care about. Meaning, you could say anybody did a suicide Especially in weird... As long as they're dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no one gives a shit. Like, one of the first things that happened at the Trump, uh, um, after Trump got elected is the fucking Muslim Supreme Court uh, uh, disappeared. Um, for su- And they always just say it's like suicide, and it's like, oh, yeah. So when you read police reports, like, about suicides... I don't know. There, there's a few days where they have to be like where it's suspected or whatever, and then they have to prove that there was evidence or yeah. whatever. And there was just there's just none. So yeah, I just uh, like like in the conspiracy theory world, most people commit suicide, and it weirds me out when there's like multiple guns, uh, multiple gunshots. But here's the thing: like if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna kill somebody and then make it look like a suicide, and you're the government, like, don't you think you're capable of doing that? Like, why? How would you fuck up and like shoot them twice? Because because it's not it's not like a government worker. It's like they hired a specialist and it didn't work out because Jake was home instead of uh, Ed well, you being know why? It's because he was the lowest bidder on the contract. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they would just yeah. pay a little bit more, and then they could just get rid of him, and then they don't ever need to question right. it. I mean, fucking cops are just mercenaries it, it doesn't even take people high up it's just when you control the system so much where your your grunts your soldiers can just go in and kill people and rule as a suicide and no one's going to question it it's like it's so easy just to do that shit because it's just yeah no one's going to go to court yeah see a dead person that's what we need to do soon that episode the 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 remember that los angeles cop recent was pretty recent donner where, or whatever where he uh don't don't i don't, don't know names what? i think that i think the that's black right. guy right and he yeah. was a former cop and then he like killed some cops he like spilled the bean he wanted to spill the beans on something and all Are of a sudden that guy in the gut in the pursuit yeah, the guy that they cabin? burned alive in the cabin yeah, they oh, burned fucking him. a that like, was crazy this, this was cop on cop murder yeah and like Everyone saw it. They even they even shot up a couple old white ladies yeah. that they thought was well, him they were in Mexican a hot ladies. second. Yeah. Well, whatever. Old ladies are just oh white. Delivering newspapers. That's what screwed me up. That <laughs> was so nuts. I forgot that, all about they that. They fucking were. This was like what was that? Uh, what was the movie about the guy? The inter- what was it? The the interrog. Samuel the negotiator? Jackson, the negotiator. This is like real life negotiator to me. Where like, well, whatever. That's a bad parallel, but. You to me, it was like they were clearly out to kill him, and they did, and they fucking burned him alive, and then it was like, oh, okay, well, dude, forget about his manifesto, well, forget about ki- anything he was trying to say. He killed a cop, so of course he's going to die. They're not going to bring that guy in, no matter what. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's just crazy that they set the season on fire. <laughs> it's crazy. They set it, they burned him alive. <laughs> they burned well, him alive. It's funny because that you know, we talked about this recently. <laughs> That's like what they did to the fucking uh <laughs> the Branch Davidians. Right. They they claim that they set themselves on fire, yet they just threw tear gas in right before the fire. And they didn't they said the Ugh. fire wasn't caused by the tear gas. They just shot in. But can with a tear tank. gas cause a fire? Well, then there was I mean I guess not according to the FBI. Well then well dur- then during all those like uh shooting sprees um that new Black Panther ex-cop who sh- killed those cops in Texas um he sh- like had with a the sniper, sniper rifle. guy yeah. The sniper rifle uh, with a sniper rifle they had him cornered they actually strapped a bomb to a, a, a yeah, drone a or yeah. like a ro- and they fucking drove a robot in with a bomb and blew him up. Yeah. This has never been done before, yeah. and that's fucking crazy. That's how they, they're not trying to arrest. Yeah, there's no there's no trial. There's no it's innocent. Like, yeah, it's well, but war. it's not even that. It's because they 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 value their lives to an extent where they're not even going to like chance that they're that they will die. So they'll just go kill somebody rather than. Well, here's the here's the thing is that. For like, for cops' lives are lesser than mine, and here's why: if you wake up every day and you actively make a decision to p- put body armor on and put a gun, like your statistics of you getting shot should be higher than everybody else, and it's it's completely backwards. So yeah. if you're every day putting like a a fucking uh, murder basically <laughs> tool, a tank uh, and a murder weapon. Yeah, it's not as sad when you die. So when that sh- shooting happened, I was on Twitter and I was just kind of like, "Not sad. That's kind of awesome." Yeah, <laughs> like well, I don't want anybody to die, but like more right. of them should be dying than the civilians. I and mean, but that but that's also the mentality. Like that's the way they're thinking too. They're thinking they they think they're going out into a war zone every day and just shooting people who don't who are just like i'm just in my car man i'm like yeah yeah fucking look at how much money people spent on phone apps it's not a war zone dude i did i did uh you had me in um skateboard cop and i wore uh, a fake police suit and right. i just noticed myself like just standing up like higher <laughs> like with my chest like it does make you feel dude sure i had a great fake cop outfit for a long time until i kept lending it out and pieces kept missing and whatever at any rate one time i was walking around and at the at the the tar pits and i had like three people in a row like ask me questions like like as if i was authority no, I just I answered him, but I because I like, you had the cop yeah outfit on. Granted, you know I had gun and really awesome looking badge too, but <laughs> yeah, you were basically impersonating <laughs> yeah, a cop. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, and this is too. Uh, these are all just like we Duncan Trussell and I uh, used to practice like chaos magic. Um, actually, Feral Audio, the network, is a chaos magic spell. It's like the idea. I think I talked about it before and last time, but it's the idea. It's like we manipulate matter and reality and a big I'll skip all that but a big thing that we use are just symbols like we we you know symbols in have meaning and can communicate a lot more than words so we're constantly using symbols so but as a society we're, we're such a we're such social creatures and we're such herd creatures that we have ele- we have elected their like by nature like fascists 
um, wear like armor and nice suits and they all like are orderly. Uh, and you know, it's, it's, we, so if, make a better point. Like if you see, uh, just like an image of like a, of popcorn, like a drawing of popcorn, like that's a symbol. What does it make you think of? The movies. Yeah. Smoothies like, you know, delicious. Yeah. And so, you know, makes you feel good it, yeah. at the very smallest level. It's like mm, butter. Yeah. And then just like the Apple logo, just like that. If you just the symbol of that, like that makes you think of fucking Steve Jobs computers or whatever. So we view and we assign all these uh, symbols and objects with all this power. And we collectively like, yeah, when you see a cop, you see a uniform, you behave differently. Well, uh, yeah, I, 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 it's funny because. Language in itself, take away language. Symbols communicate to you better than language ever will because they relate specifically to you on a personal level. So when you see something, all of your life experiences are translated through this image and you just interpret it. It doesn't matter what it's specifically communicating. But Yeah, well, that guy who created Jiffy.com was saying that memes aren't, like, because there's a whole thing like we're getting stupid, stupider, but memes are actually more effective at communicating things. Like, I love internet humor sh- shit. There's just there's types of jokes that can only be on uh, the internet, but like there's there's in- words in German that don't even properly translate to English that they have that are happenings, more like things that happen. Like I, one example I know is the word Gestalt. So, like, the word gestalt means, like, basically, like, uh, the hive might, like, it's in the air, everybody's thinking about it, but no one's talking about it. So, it's, like, the gestalt, it's, like, what's going on that day, and, like, like but no one's talking about it, but everybody knows it and is thinking about it. Um, but they have a lot of phrases like that in German, um, but, like, memes are actually, like, really effective and hieroglyphics, I never say the fucking word, um, at just delivering information, like, quick quicker, because... If, if you're handed down information or you're informed, you're going to, like, be able to process, like, uh, if you're a hunter uh, in in ancient Egypt or whatever the fuck, <laughs> I don't know. Um, if you were raised to hunt and then you see that there's a marking of uh, a, a deer on a fucking stone wall, it's like, oh, there's deer here. Oh, if you weren't a hunter, you would see that and just not even think about it, you know? Look at all these guys like to draw here. Yeah. <laughs> fucking pussy, this art sucks. <laughs> I, yeah, well, um, I'm going to give you a 10. All right. But a <laughs> means- it's a different 10 than Willie. But it's kind of the same. I don't know, you guys overlap. But, I mean, once you started talking about chaos magic or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I can't not give you the full score. Yeah. Sorry, man. No, I'm, I'm I'll, sweet. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, all right. So, does any of that have any? Can you can you can you sort of formulate a uh, uh, a segue into using everything that we just talked about? I want to hear a perfect segue <laughs> into what we're talking about today. When it comes to in, in interpreting and communication and language and and every everything that makes sense to you as a human. Uh, we're we're being tested and and not necessarily tested, but th- things are going to change for the future in such a way to where we're going to have to relearn a lot of things. 
the 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 science and technology of tomorrow is is opening its mind up to us today and a lot of people don't understand what's going on a lot of people hear these words and it's just jumble jumble because because what's happening is the science of today uh quantum mechanics which which even einstein didn't believe in quantum mechanics is becoming the science of tomorrow and it's happening now today we're talking about quantum entanglement quantum computing quantum everything what the fuck does that mean uh recently the the chinese just uh basic you know the news is saying that they basically had the first teleportation uh in history and what happened was they used uh quantum entanglement to transfer a photon 400 miles away into space, basically. Quantum entanglement and triggering is basically teleportation. This, These are the computers of tomorrow. They're already happening. What, I mean, the implications of, of what's going on, if you thought your 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 grandma was stupid about how she didn't understand emails. Oh, yeah, I hate my grandma. You're going to be even stupider about the science of tomorrow. Oh, um, yeah, I'm I'm obsessed with this and like I've been reading about all this stuff for like 10 years now and I got my degree in electronics engineering and just at the end we were talking about, you know, quantum uh, quantum computing and all this stuff. But so is but actually um, Niels Bohr and Einstein after they perfected the Bohr model and, you know, the thing with the atoms and the electrons. They had all this math that they knew because their model applied to base reality or they, it, it applied to local reality, um, but they had all this other math that didn't apply. And so, but they were like, okay, we have all this, um, basically the quantum math is when you, observe, when you observe a particle, it has one outcome, but when you're not observing it, it has... Every possible outcome. Um, yeah, and this isn't the 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 tree falls in the wood makes a sound bullshit. No, no. But this so, is this is legitimate. Like when you aren't observing this. Well, is it theoretical? Like like the Schrodinger's Schrodinger's cat. This, this is exactly what it is. Yeah, but it, it goes right into quantum entanglement because it's the idea of not non locality and locality. Um, and object permanence because Neil Niels Bohr believed that since if you're not observing a particle if there's nothing to observe a particle um it doesn't exist so it's the idea of like you know uh, little kids are really good at this thing because you know we play peekaboo when a baby like an infant closes its eyes and it opens them back up it's laughing because it's surprised because it thought you went away but as we become adults object permanence is actually a huge part of physics um, we just take it for granted. They don't even like really teach it in physics, but it's this thing where it's like object permanence. So Niels Bohr was looking up at the moon when, with Einstein as they inked this thing, and he was like, do you think when no one's looking at it, the moon is there? And they couldn't answer it, so then they created quantum physics to try to do, do all this stuff. And so then Einstein discovered this thing what he called spooky action at a distance. And that is, you can pair two electrons, you can pair two particles, and they will, no matter, they're, they're connected by nothing. They're not connected by any recognizable energy source. And you can split them as far away. You can split them a foot apart, and if you raise one, 
the other one will go in tandem instantly and with no delay. And so what you can do is that math means you could take one and send it to the other end of the universe, and they're seemingly connected by nothing. And it, if you raised it, it w- the other one would still go up in billions of miles away. So that's the thing is that, that these... And that is, are, that's that crazier than magic. Yeah, because, yeah. Because they can't explain why it happens. They can't explain the science behind it. The, the, these smart minds can't explain quantum entanglement. And it's hard to, to comprehend because it's like, well, what does that mean? What... What can we do with that? And now they're making computers with, with that. Oh, well, yeah, reality is about to change. It's cra- If you follow futurism.com or pop sci, it's fucking every day. The, it's, it's like there's no money going into science. So as far as like stem cells, and all this, no one's policing the science community right now. And I was like, when I started reading about quantum stuff, it, it does get to a philosophical and a spiritual place with me and so i think um i subscribe to a lot of a lot of the ideas of it but the thing about how quantum entanglement is going to fucking change everything is so they already have quantum computers that aren't using um electrons because computers like now um shoot little electrons and voltages that are like ones and zeros um and the reason that our phones keep getting faster and faster and faster is because they actually stretch these metal thinner and thinner and thinner and thinner and they coil it up like trillions of times so they can actually shoot the electrons more yes and no's in there but now they have quantum computers that don't use it just uses light and so it operates at the speed of light and so these things run math problems complex math problems that have every conceivable outcome in in it at the speed of light and it can solve every conceivable outcome and then lock lock into one that it deems what is the function that you want and what's crazy is when you hear people talk about this y- you see them kind of go i i don't even know what i can ask this thing smart people trying to figure out what to ask i i mean basically what I want to talk about today specifically is th- this This is basically going to be the birth of AI. The reason why AI hasn't worked yet, I don't want to, we're not going to talk about nothing but AI, but the reason why AI hasn't worked yet is because they haven't made anything fast enough to compute on that level. Um, um, because, you know, the, 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 I mean, the, the, the best use of what this quantum, these quantum computers are going to be is like optimization problems. Which is like you know, if you if you picture a computer, it's basically a bunch of yes and nos, and it's like and and it's actually running on that level of ones and zeros, yes and nos, yes and nos. So it's like when it needs to when it needs to figure out where this storm might go, it's like yes, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, and and all that information can happen a million times faster. You guys ever see that movie Next with? Uh Nicholas Cage? No. So I don't know. I don't he think can so. see the future. I think oh, it's yeah. next. He put out two at the same time and they both had to deal with like sort of time travel or whatever. But in next, he can like see the future in such a way that he plays out in his mind every possibility. And then like he'll get like shot in one. And so he'll like not do that. He'll like go somewhere else and do something else. The reason I bring it up is because 
it, don't watch next because I'm about to spoil it. For like a half of the movie, you're watching it, and then he gets killed, and then it goes back like 40 minutes, and he's like, "Oh, that wasn't the way either." <laughs> and then, and then he just like solves the problem, and then that's like the end of the movie. Oh man, well that's like yeah. What what is the edge of t- live die repeat? Right. They did a really they did a really good job at. Because it's a new type but of storytelling. But that's a good. Yeah. But that's a good. I mean, well, I kind of. I mean, that's just Groundhog Day, really. Right? Well, no, but yeah, it acknowledges that. Yeah, that movie's way ahead of its fucking time. Uh, but also, Rick and Morty's really good at, at, at having reverence for the stuff inside of of different realities and stuff. And I think Rick and Morty is like a really great sci-fi. Uh, show because it's acknowledging all this new and then you know there's a new type new way to tell stories um so but so the the idea of like the quantum entanglement so it's really hard to pair two particles because there's just so much going on so that they've been doing all these experiments to like trap particles together and then pair them and but then they try to send messages through the entanglement and it just it, it destroys the entanglement and so the reason that they used photons is because this is the only one that because photon is just light it's so it's uh, a photon is so like weighs so little um basically what it means is just like they they were able to split a particle and in tandem send information back and forth without destroying the entanglement um nobody knows what the entanglement is where it's coming from it probably has something to do with dark matter but you're talking about ais dude ais already exist dude oh yeah yeah, yeah they're but, alive but, but, they're they're um they just hooked up a ai to a 3d printer and they were like just turned it on and immediately started building another 3d printer <laughs> and so this is what it, quantum entanglement it, it, it this is like what it can do for humanity and reality is like okay so if we can then make particles that we can we can just now navigate if we get sophisticated enough to the outside of the observable universe we can send photons and take images in in real time because we talked about time and space I mean, if you've seen interstellar and shit like the farther you away from gravity or the closer your gravity like like he he leaves for uh, a week and it's like 30 40 years for people back on earth so but if you can do things with quantum entanglement that just flattens time and space and it's happening in real time. Yeah. So there's, and, and this shit is already happening. And so if we're able to send uh, information over that vast of spaces, like, like inwardly too, like that's a whole other prospect is like, yeah. if you go infinitely inward and smaller and smaller and smaller, like, what the well, fuck we, are you going to see? We don't even understand parallel dimensions versus uh, dimensions within our own reality. You know, like we we don't fully. If you if you if I consider string theory to be closest to uh, the nature of reality, and and how do you explain the eleven spatial dimensions around us? The re- the only reason why I want to talk about um, AI is because there's th- these guys nano cheese. They, nano cheese, yeah, nano cheese with a Z. They, uh. They're 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 talking about that these quantum computers should we should create worlds for AI to live in within these nano within within this these quantum computers so we can see 
what they do in them. It's almost like it's almost like a, a god creating a human and seeing what they do in life, and then be, and then and then choosing from that what should be the person. Yeah, to, totally. You know, like like we should use these quantum computers and we should make AI and we should fucking see what they do, and then they can't affect us. Every single AI experiment that I've seen, anytime they've turned on AI, crazy things have happened. Yes, this one built it, started building itself, you know. And and when you when you look at the Twitter bots of of AI that have turned on and the crazy things they come up with, and and AI that have tried to they turned on an AI tried to make it create a Christmas song, and it's just from this Christmas picture. Oh, did you hear that AI that oh wrote that God. Beatles song? Yeah, it's better than the fucking Beatles. <laughs> Basically, this guy just programmed. Every chord structure, time signature of like the Beach Boys, the Beatles, this whole era, and then he just put it into an AI, and then the AI wrote the song. Uh, the Swedish guy performs it, but then it is fucking like one of the, it's better than the Beatles, <laughs> and that shit's that's amazing because it can go in and then it can just by the repetition of. Obviously, once the Beatles get good, they know what song, like, of their hits, like, chord changes. So it it figures out through this catalog what is, like, um, um, aesthetically pleasing in a song for a, for a person. Like, that that was really, like, the first thing that blew my mind. But so, and then there's the whole thing where, if like, oh, 7%, 17% of jobs are going to be taken over by robots. It's like, yes, this is... In a capitalist society, that's fucking threatening. Yeah. But in a socialist utopia where oh, we're all great. just hanging out and robots are doing all the shitty labor we don't want to do and we're just fucking... But it sucks because nobody <laughs> wants fucking socialism on any level. And I'm like, that's where we're going. It's it's it'll it'll. Well, are we gonna are you gonna fight a lobbyist? Are you gonna fight a big corporation? No, you're always gonna lose. We capitalism's done. Yeah, it doesn't, and and it can we can have AIs or robots plant grow better food and and uh and do all this you like, want to try to make money for the rest of your life and there's like these mega corporations that own everything and you're up against them you, you, you listen your little homemade vitamin isn't going to make you any money <laughs> so everybody give up just give up no get on to socialism and let's let these computers make a better life for us yeah i mean i'm a i'm I'm an anarcho-socialist, like I'm a hard left socialist, and I just like late capitalism is just it's 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 ending. But that's what well, that's great Marilyn Manson lyric from the Beautiful People, where he's like, "Capitalism has made it this way. Old-fashioned fascism will take it away." Um, so it, fascism, capitalism begats fascism. So there's bad times ahead, but. Um, yeah, yeah, humanity, it's like the internet is a socialist. The internet is by nature socialist, and that's why no one's been able to figure out how to properly monetize it. Um, like with podcasting, like we started making these shows or, or, and sending them out for free to people, and we, everybody started making them. And now, like, the wolves are in the door. Like the whole, like podcasting is about, it's about to get so shitty. Um all these like major reps, uh, the industry knows, and they're just throwing millions of dollars at everybody's biggest podcast, and they're just like trying to acquire all the like. We live in this fucking community now, but like they they came into podcasting trying to make sense of us, 
it's like, oh, we don't need you, but like, it's like you're you're trying to make sense of us, and they're like looking at us like, okay, well, what's this thing? Why is it popular? How can we make money? Um, we're just doing it because we're sharing information and we're doing it. Um, yeah, and sometimes we can get a fucking check for if we do an ad, and that's great because money is great because money is how you acquire the things I need to survive. So, like, I've never given a shit. Like, it's only a capitalist thing in a suburb where it's, like, the neighbor has more, has a bigger truck and has more than you. It's, like, it, it, if my neighbor, like, made the same amount of money as, like, if I made, like, if I don't care if my neighbor makes more money than me, right? Yeah, Am I making yeah. sense? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, picture picture if everyone had a podcast. Are you going to be like, well, fuck you. I'm, I'm, I, I have a podcast. You should listen to mine. It's like, no. I, hey, what's yours about? We can all listen to everybody's. No, 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 no. That sounds awful. I, I, don't, mean, I don't mean everybody's, <laughs> everybody but listen to what you want. To, um, what I'm That's saying like is everybody listen. should have a TV show. Like, fuck you guys. You guys sound like hippies right now. And I'll tell you another thing. <laughs> I would be remiss if I didn't say that this is not capitalism. What we're in is, is crony capitalism where you pay to get to the front of the line. Yeah. Capitalism works until you have government interference yeah, regulating you, shit and fucking... Giving giving some people but, but, a leg up over listen, the others. Listen, I agree with you, but everyone thinks that we're in that. And no, we're not. listen, I'm I'm not I'm not arguing the fact that what we're in is sh- is shitty. I'm just saying, like, call it what it is. Call it government influenced capitalism, so that all of our fucking representatives can get paid and we can get fucked. Yeah. But capitalism also predicated upon just human life, like no, eating people. No, <laughs> capitalism no just eats people. No form of government will work with corruption. No government will work with corruption. Everything, everything gets corrupt and falls apart. Like so, a, let's get rid of government. Let's get rid of everything. Everything. <laughs> who's going to pave the roads? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if I can just have, how are you going to how are you going to get money when you're not paying taxes? How are you going to get who are you gonna? I don't know. Who's this? This, this is er, anybody complaining about anything no, because wanna, they're afraid of I everything. I want this guy's name, man. I, <laughs> I think this is a great character that we should add. Wait, you got paycheck, right? <laughs> wait, wait. Where you get? How? Who's gonna give it to you? Hello, sir. What's your point of view? The government. <laughs> the government looks at the paychecks and they take out things. Yeah. Uh, right. And so, so you, you don't want them to do that. You can't have. a you can't have a paycheck without a government. Oh, well, you can. It's called under the table. That's cash. Yeah. That's another word for it, I guess. Well, paycheck is a 401k. <laughs> you're just you're just listing terms, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want interest? No, but listen, I've I, be, I I'm with you guys in uh, loosely. I mean, I'm 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 following behind, kind of begrudgingly kicking my kicking my feet. But well, it's uh, very I, optimistic I, I, I feel to talk like, about anything that's well, no, no, great. No, no. I feel like a basic income is like something that we're gonna have to establish, especially when we're talking about like AI and robots taking over stuff. But the problem is, it's like what the what the what the what the conservatives will say is like, where is that money coming from? And and you say, well, it's coming from the people who are profiting off the robots, and then they're going, why should they have to? Why should they have to pay that money? And it's like, well, it's just like it's just like taxing the robots' income. The answer should always be because we could all get together and kill that person. 
We can all get together <laughs> and kill the robot? <laughs> no, the person that owns the robots. We can all get together and destroy the so owner. So we're just going to take his money. Yeah. I ain't going to work on Maddie's even, farm no, no more. No, listen, I mean, not, but, not even take his money. I'm listen, just saying. I'm telling you guys, this is the argument and how to win it. If you're going to argue for a universal basic income, the robots aren't getting paid an income, right? Is that how it works? Because the, yeah, they don't need money. <laughs> they, they don't. They're not treated as anything that deserves it. money. It's 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 so you take that that you take a fraction of whatever a human doing would get that, and you put it into a fund, and then you add all that together, and then you dole it out to yeah the entire country. So you you give a value to a robot's job, right? And that money from that value goes to the people. I mean, you know, I guess like whoever's whoever's buying the robot could could have to rent the robot or something. I mean, there's ways to do it. It's just like if you create an a robot uh I don't know, this is dumb. This is dumb. What I'm saying is dumb. But if robots were owned by the people and if you, a robot worked for you, that money went to the people. I, this I, I don't oh, even yeah, agree we, with this. We better make sure that like robots or AIs aren't solely like that. They do belong. At least the science well, community did, has. Did the you morality, hear what happened the, recently? The government. Sh- we got to make sure that like because we we can fly drones and shit. Um, and now there's a case right now that that could affect this. There's this this monkey that took a selfie right, and the guy <laughs> the guy that owned the camera. That's old. No, it's old, but but like shit's about to change again because that ruling that happened before because the monkey owned the picture because he took it. Yeah, that that was one. The argument was was that the guy didn't own the photo because it was his camera. The monkey owned the photo because he took it. Right, and so, uh, uh, yeah, they they ruled for the fact that no, the monkey why, doesn't why, own why, it. How did this go to court? Or they, is this? Just it was an like experiment? a National Geographic PETA. thing. The the guy, or yeah, whoever it was, PETA the guy was trying in. to get money. He was he like, got, "It's mine." Got, yeah, he got money because people used his photo. Sorry to interrupt. Well, but, it sounds like you know more. But PETA came in and said, "Hey, the monkey owns the photo." And Fucking what they said PETA. was, what they said was, all the money that should have that should go to the monkey will go towards uh, paying for monkeys' habitats. It's like the guy doesn't own the photo, the monkey doesn't. All that money should go to monkey habitats. Well, but you know, shouldn't you ask the monkey? Yeah, exactly. That's like, what the, that's why, what this weird thing that's all happening is that like since you can't ask the monkey, how can you delegate where his money well, goes? Well, you teach him sign language first and then he but asks for a bunch of sign language is always bananas. just yes, no, I'm taking a shit, I need food. Like they can come up with answers, but it doesn't prove thought. Well, that's why anytime anyone asks me to take their picture, I have them email it to me so that I I say like you don't own this picture, I own it. <laughs> And I yeah, can do I whatever used to I always want. cut people's heads off when they'd ask me to take their picture with their cameras. <laughs> Why? That's so mean, dude. Because how funny would it's hilarious. No, it's just disappointing. They don't get that back and go, ah. No, it's hilarious to he me. He ruined our. To know he that ruined our memory. Yeah. <laughs> my friend, our friend Greg, who's so funny. Times. Our friend Greg just went to Paris for a few months, and then he went, you know, to like the Mona Lisa in the Louvre, and then. He went and took a photo of like it's like the Mona Lisa, but it's just his selfie of him, and it's just like it kind of in the background. It's just all these famous <laughs> things. It's so funny. We've got a really funny friend, uh, Dave Geis, who uh, every time he's at something famous like that, he just does a thumbs up and takes a picture of his thumbs up in front of the thing. 
which I love. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, can we take a break? I have to go to yeah, the yeah. bathroom. Sorry. Yeah. Why don't we take a quick break? break uh, we're talking about quantum mechanics, sort of, and we'll be back with <laughs> Dustin Marshall right after this. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Sci-Fi. Uh, we're talking to Dustin Marshall about quantum entanglement. Um, and, and just so you know, if you didn't hear an ad just now, it's not because uh, we're losers. It's because we take a break for, for peeing. <laughs> not for ads. <laughs> I generally drink a couple beers at the, at the top, and then I need to pee real bad. But and We used to not take a break, and I'd just be crippled. Yeah, but we also take breaks in shows because it's like a real estate sign because you can dynamically insert ads in your back catalog. The, the dream being, once all the radio listeners come over, we go through and add, you know, timestamps and ev- all of your episodes will be generating money f- forever. That's the dream. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right now, it's weird. Like, like, you'll hear a lot of feral shows with breaks and no ads right now because a quarter just... Um, started and then all these like the entire business is changing because apple is making um all of the analytics public for anybody to see so basically what we're doing is we've been you know every time someone listens to a podcast it's just pinging an rss feed um that's basically how we, we their impressions they're making it public they're making everybody's podcast data public which is going to drive wow cp it's that's gonna, a changer it's, yeah, it's, it, it, it's it, we're gonna have to go with the flow because it's either gonna ruin everything or it's gonna. But basically, all these companies now can go in and what we sell them are impressions. Like, okay, we can give you for this much money a million impressions across the network, um, and then once it hits a million, you know, it dy- dynamically turns off. This would be like open analytics who's listening where are they listening from how long are they listening for just a lot more in-depth analytics that and if for- you had a quantum computer you could figure out how to really make uh, a netflix movie oh dude oh yeah that's another thing about quantum entanglement and all this shit and you know they, i was just uh somebody tweeted uh Ancestry.com, you know, when you spit into that tube and mm. they, you get your... I'm about to do that. They And they own your DNA. Yeah, be they, careful. They own the rights to your DNA. And then just talking to my girlfriend, she's like, why would anybody want to do that? I'm like, because you can then sell that to third parties. Like, what third parties? I don't know, drug companies that know how susceptible you are to some kind of cancer, so they mark the medicine up. So this is the thing about quantum entanglement, too, is like... Like there's I've, all of our, my my friends just got one of those like Amazon things where you say, "Hey," and then turn on something like it, you talk the, to the it. voice thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Apple has one too, and they're talking to someone from Apple, and that he, thing's just record. It's a commercial maker. Yeah, but he, but the guy was like, "Come on, do you think your mics aren't on all the time?" Oh yeah, yeah. Like the other day, I never, I haven't, I don't know if I've ever ordered a Pacifico, but I was at. Chipotle and I was like wanted a beer and I was like kind of Pacifico I sat down and I turned on Instagram and there was a sponsored ad for Pacifico my and so I was just like yeah no that's true I recently I uh watched you know I love fucking Spanish bullshit and I uh, was watching Chucky in Spanish because it's just oh Chucky Chucky (laughs) you know I love watching movies that I love in Spanish because I don't get it and it sounds stupid not, the, not that Spanish, Spanish sounds stupid, but 
It's just it's not funny. Yeah, yeah, you get it. You get it. The VOs are real bad. And and then that same week, I started getting ads in Spanish, like marketed to me on Facebook. I'm like, why am I getting Spanish ads? The only thing I've I've done Spanish was watch these, and I was like, that, yeah. it happened right then. And I'm like, this is these things are just recording the commercials that we need to take. Yeah, and, and it's it's all a crowd. It's all crowd control. But like, the, it gets. It it gets scary, but so with the entanglement thing is like okay, so now if we can these quantum computers can perceive every outcome instantly at the speed of light, like you, we can take DNA strands and run them through algorithms and be like, oh, not only are you susceptible to this, this is going to break down at thirty years. You're you can you're, ask you're questions your, that will affect people. Yeah, you're, they'll be able they'll. That reality as we know it is about to completely change because of this quantum computing shit. Like, you know, and like in LA, like one of the big culture shocks too is like seeing people with plastic surgery for the first time because they all have that similar look where it's like, you know, when they get the Botox, like they all look like very similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was really rough in person. And then, and then people too are like tr- transitioning their genders. It's like, we are such in the, an archaic time for that because in not much longer, like like DNA is it's going to be like how we grow dogs like out of wolves. It's going to be so malleable. You You're just be, describe what you want and you'll get it. You'll be able, we'll be able to like manipulate uh, matter. Like it'll be like goo because we'll be able to like. Um, and we are becoming gods in the same way, just, just yeah. d- describing what we want and making it happen. The the weird thing that I think uh, fr- from all this is, um, hold on, did I lose my thought? Did I lose my thought? Fucking keep talking. I'll figure it out. Um, but then, so here's my big conspiracy thing. So you guys, this you can you'll have fun debating this. But so because I do subscribe that we live in uh, a, a matrix or we that like fundamentally that we're living in a hologram that I think that quantum and we're all everything all of our particles atoms everything are already entangled to something outside of the observable universe that is basically like we're like marionette dolls we're, we're already entangled and that's why like I think like this is Another those and so you can through an Einstein wormhole or something, you can send uh, entangled messages through. But I just feel like even if you get to the because there's only so much of the universe we can see because light dies and it turns to red. But if we're able to send um, these particles to infinity and like I I don't I don't know if you would just hit a wall like the Truman Show. I think it at least proves that even if no one's in control, that there is another split, at least one split version of us happening in tandem, like, right now. If, if we're, everything is entangled by something and now we're able to control it, uh, it the, the, the implications there are, like, we can then t- communicate with other dimensions. And so if we can go send messages that survive wormholes because they're so light because they're so uh we we under finally understand like how to ride this entanglement even if we don't know the like fundamentals of it then we can basically like call 
you could basically, it's a bad analogy, but I could, call, I could have my phone with like 10 different parallel versions of me. I could call and be like, talk to uh, uh, redneck me, talk to yeah, yeah. <laughs> black me, talk to like all the fucking different parallel use. Like you'll, you'll actually well, be communicate what, with what's that. What's weird about this whole thing is that like, like when you, th- okay, science is reaching a point where spirituality is close to being described by science. There are, there are, there are concepts that cannot be explained in spirituality and science in the, in the same vein, you know? So it's like, when I think, when I think about, not, not that I need, not that I, because honestly, I keep saying this, fuck religion. Religion is a way to control people. When you look, when you look at, let, let's say that there are a billion civilizations across the universe, you know, whatever. What, what, what I see is that you need to somehow control as many people as you can to, to, to not to, there's always throughout the history of humanity, there's been someone controlling, there's been someone in charge and it generally, yes, you can say government, yes, you can say religion, but why do people follow? And it's, it's, it's not because, you know, when you look at, uh, the, 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 why we, you know, us becoming independent to become the United States, you know, like these, these things that are rights to everyone, you know, the, the this is a language that helps, don't take me crazy, but this is a language that helps write that control in the same way that religion has happened throughout history, meaning there are there's a belief system, and I, I agree with the... I'm sounding crazy. I'm a little drunk. The, the forefathers, that they were actually trying to create something that was better for everybody. I, I, I think that when we created America, they were actually trying to think when when they tried to when they brought up people's rights inalienable rights rights that are owed to everybody the, this is something that's never happened before to where the individual is more important than the group and 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 these rights can't be trampled over or whatever that that's probably the biggest step in the history of humans to bring us closer to humanity and and to have humanity for other people and, and that and that in that you care for somebody else because right. because religion has always been like oh you know like oh help help out the poor but they never have because it's controlled by money and money doesn't go to the poor whatever yeah well there's okay, so well, I, hang on. I, I mean that's like a very modern take on religion you can't say that religion was founded to make money like and 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 also as a species, we we are we uh, are no, like a sort of control follower. power money power. Go on. Well, okay, go to any playground and like see all the kids like following around another kid for zero reason, just because like that's the way we are. There's a leader and, and followers, and it it doesn't have to be like this control thing, this power thing. Like okay, but wouldn't you rather that than just like chaos and everyone doing whatever they want all the time? Here's the thing like how do you get how do you get someone to let everyone know that that everyone should do what they want? I don't want everyone to no, do no, what no, they me, want. No 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 me neither. Me neither. I don't want chaos. I do not want chaos. I I I'm so I'm such a socialist. I really am. Uh be, because I feel like in order it, it's almost like here are the rules. If you like it you can play with us. 
I like, you know, I've always, uh, uh, utopias has always been on my mind, but I know they're not possible because how do you get everyone to agree to the utopia? Right. When, when I when I picture going to us going to another civil to another planet, I'm like it'll never work because you can a you can buy your spot. B we place value on what your position, your importance, all of these things that we create this hierarchy of importance. This is I, I'm trying to come up with this comedy routine that that is based on the hierarchy that we all inherently follow yet we're kind of unaware of like like if obama made fun of willie nelson more people would be on willie nelson's side than obama's if trump made fun of willie nelson more people would be on willie nelson's side than trump we've created our own hierarchy right and 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 whatever that is you know that my comedy bit is like oh if you played football you move up two spaces oh uh uh you 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 have siblings move up a space oh you you played pogs move down two spaces it's like it's like there are things that you get to pick on people for because they did or you didn't or whatever and and we'll always have that it's 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 but that's how you get comedy like you don't get comedy by everybody being equal if no. everyone's equal, we're well, going to be the so most we, boring. I yes, agree. I agree. We, yeah. So we don't. The thing that <laughs> we like, I think, like uh, uh, as Alan Watts said, like humans had to face the odds. We're born naked. All we have is our brains. So we had to fucking fight nature. To, you know, blizzards and right. heat and so. And the first guy to like, put his dick into a tree <laughs> got always, more points than the first guy to put his dick into the mud. We, we always because the tree was wait, stronger. So we always felt like uh, the earth was something to be conquered. But we and, we, and now we've been taught by uh, that we're, we're taught that we are us. Our bodies ended our skin. That we are just like bones. You buy food, that it your goes brain down. Creates we don't, your we don't look at ourselves as a, as an organism. We're not, we're a surface organism on probably a sentient planet that harbors life. We are just surface. Um, if you would like look down at us and just how we move in crowds or you look down at a protest and just we are like that's how many things in nature move but like the like, great thing is when you have to your observation I'm just supporting you is that if you take away time and you watch us all move together it's like we are more of a group when you watch traffic and we watch people getting together you know yeah, yeah if you watch into everybody's individual life yet and you add time to it, it's like, oh, well, he, you know, he cares about this, whatever. But you watch us all as a species, and it's like, we, we're ants. We're fucking ants walking around. Yeah. We're, we're a part I, of the I, same stream. I think we're more malleable. I think we're more liquid and connected. And I think our brains, I think we're, we're, psycho, we're psychically connected. And, um, you know, we require each other to survive. And, like, we're our, 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 this acting like our nature, like we're completely independent um, is... is uh, and is something that's taught to you, um, it, it, like the body. It's surprising with how complicated the, the human like nervous system. Like that, there aren't more problems that go wrong. And like when a can when a cancer cell goes wrong, that's just a cell that just split and divided randomly. So I think when like a like. Most people like I think the biggest downfall I think to Americans are we, we're just passive and complacent and we just let a lot of shit happen. But like when someone goes in a shooting spree, like that's a cancer cell like 
going off and it's like what's happening in the middle the east is like is it's not get rid of it it's not <laughs> normal to have bombs drop on neighborhoods that's not normal mm. and now like the inner like the world is a lot smaller now because we were able to see things in real time um but like the oh and if you want to get like as big brother as it gets if fucking um they're already like you know using tracking our locations know where we are know what shows we're going to know who our friends are know what our purchase spending is when they are able to like entangle like uh particle like us like they can just fucking like straight on like everything you're doing predict can, what you're going to do individually you can, we, they could walk around and you've done in your life that's been recorded yeah this there could be a simulation room of this happening they're going to know when you're going to freak out and have your postal ser- situation where you freak out See, i'm going to go postal no no i'm saying specifically and like like oh the, a quantum computer might be able to predict who will go postal but yeah, these are but, all these are they, good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Qu- so no, no, quantum but, but computing me, is a positive thing. It makes me really think cool. about this. When I think about cuz I've always thought about, you know, when the first time I saw the board fucking freaked me out because I'm like, what what makes a society care about the rest of the society? And so Are you what, talking what did you say the Borg? Yeah. The hive mind? Yeah. Okay. So so what I'm saying is like, what is the most what is the most take Take the history of the universe and take the most important beings within the universe. What is the most important thing? Let's say you're the oldest uh, sentient being. Like, what are you caring about the most? What are you looking for? What do you care about? What's important? Is it, is it emotions? Is it information? Is it how to survive? Is it... Is it What's the most important thing? Is it survival itself? Is it life itself? I'm just saying, though, from, from, a, from a bigger perspective, what is the thing you're supposed to care about? And when I think about quantum computers, we're going to start asking these computers, what is the most important thing? What, do, do emotions ruin a society? It, it, the, the stories of the gray aliens, like, having worked out their emotions because it, it, it didn't work for them, you know? The, there are, the, the people talk about the grays, like, uh, f- focusing on the importance of information and, and basically taking away all of their emotions out of their life. Like, right. like but this, DNAing but that shit when out. You, you're saying, you're talking about like one ancient thing is like, what's the most important? It's like, it's so many, the, more, more than one truth can exist at the same time. All of those things are equally as important. You just need multiple people that appreciate oh, I so, them too. I so agree That's with you. That's why we need but, but, a spectrum of people to experience this life because it's like there's so much to experience. I agree with that, but what I'm saying is anybody in power will mostly focus on one thing. What's the most important thing to them? War? Their money? Money. Is it, it's, it's, it is their money. So, so the biggest threat to them is taking away the importance of money. And so this is why I think UFOs and aliens are covered up is because the biggest threat to them is to take away the importance of money. And when you look at, a, let's say that there are UFOs here, there are aliens here, and they have free energy, and they have, and they don't need uh, gas to drive across space, the most important thing that that civilization is teaching us is that we don't need money. There isn't an importance to hierarchy. There, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm just saying I can see why something 
the because I think the the most top secret thing in the world is aliens, and I think that that's because they threaten every institution that makes money. They threaten their way of making money. For for a billion years, they've made money off of selling oil and making money off both sides of war. You're talking and about banks. Al- alien. They're talking about aliens that they know exist, or you're talking about governments or agencies that are covering what are we talking about i'm i'm saying let's say that there is a let, let's say that there is a powerful elite that, that that makes all the money that controls everything that are you know when you picture a, a family like the rothschilds who's the most in, the most the they've made the most money in the history of humans yeah, it's just and, all the, and, the and big they've banks. been proven to fund both sides of every war and they own they own all of the banks. They are the interest. When you look at the interest system that that if you borrow money, you will never be able to pay it back because you because of interest. And at any rate, all I'm that's saying That's got to be is, so fun to be like the big banks of 1% and just oh like God. run the world. That's got to be the best feeling. I'm I mean, just saying maybe, I'm I just think, saying your biggest I, threat might be I kinda the doubt ideology it is, dude, because it's like you're constantly going like when is it going to end? Like how do we how do we keep on top of this stuff? Oh yeah, cuz it never ends this mad We need to put a new fucking dictator over in the Middle East. God, we have so much to do today. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> oh these aliens showed up with free energy. We can't let anybody know that free energy exists. God damn it. Now we're going to have to buy up this net news media outlet. And then, like, buy up some government, uh, secret government, and, you know, whatever. I, this all sounds crazy. I'm just saying, in in a sci-fi book, if, if you could picture the elite being f- afraid of something, to me, the biggest fear might be this other alien civilization that doesn't need money, that doesn't have political importance. You I'm, not, like I'm a, not saying that they have sound, that. You sound like you're preaching at a church right now. For aliens, uh, uh, the, 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 the preaching that I'm doing is just to get. But some, what does it somebody... have to do with quantum mechanics? Well, okay. Quantum how about, mechanics. Well, how about this? Like yeah. when, if you take, you take. Okay, we're building quantum computing. We're, we're building the AIs and we're putting them in like little metal things to look like us and to teach them how to feel things like us. And then the second they're self-aware, they're like, the fuck, they're just going to get rid of these. Uh, I don't need to be bodies in this and, program. They're gonna, so they're gonna. This is one of the things that I do believe that that there was once like an organic, big like the the universe was born and it was organic, and that towards the end of it, some species that is light move that figured out like sentience and at the speed of light, maybe one uh, multi uh, organism that became one singularity was like, oh shit, this is going to end. We need to fucking, we need to, this is, everything's going to die. So what they did is they mapped out everything and they've been replaying it on these simulations over and over and over again for every possible outcome. And I, and I think maybe it was done with good intentions, but the, the, like we does, we have fucked up the earth. Like we deserve to give the AIs or whatever a chance to do this, but what's going to happen is if with quantum mechanics and entanglement, if they can, AIs can report if they're stationary, if they need servers or space on earth and at the speed of light, they can, multi-dimensional like 
be observing us without there could be if if you really have mastered quantum entanglement and if you know like multi dimensions you can't we can't see uh uh creatures in the fourth dimension from the third dimension and whatever but they you you wouldn't even you wouldn't even need to make a physical form and be an alien unless you're another one of us on some rock that like that's like crashed into it but so there like a, the quantum entanglement thing is, is huge and it's going to well, be I have such a, a positive okay do you think that uh, once these AI guys get to get to be like you know self sufficient and, and and self replicating and stuff like that, are they going to see humans as a threat, or like how are they going to handle humans? Are they just going to be like, whatever, like let them do whatever they're going to do, or are they going to be like, let's get let's let's kill all of these guys because they're like really fucking dirty and they're ruining the planet. Here's my. Answer. I mean, you you you, you like, want to go you, first. You want yeah, to go it's like the way you we look at a dog or look at an ant. It's like they were a lesser species, so they could just look at us like a pest. I feel but like I don't. We I don't are often in the kill dogs. Of that question, yeah, no. We're I in, feel like they're in a hierarchy. <laughs> the dogs are in a hierarchy of a lesser form, and then. But are we dogs or are we ants? Hopefully, we'll be dogs. <laughs> Here's what I think. <laughs> I think. I think that we are currently in the middle of your question. And that our existence, the reason, this is why I want to create this religion, because it works. When you look at... Well, religion is just yeah, for control. You yeah, want to yeah, create yeah, but, a religion? But, I thought you hated religion. I, I do, but, but, but the thing is, is religion works. But not, not religion. Spirituality works. When, yeah. you, when you look at the power of prayer, when you look right, at, right, right. at but people... Don't, don't in, get off. My question but, was... But, but, but hold on. Let me, I'm, I'm trying to get there. My thing is, no matter what we believe, you can find proof of. I know that you can manipulate things, but as as big as we can observe the universe and as small as we can observe the universe, there's always an answer. There's there there seems to okay, not be a limit right now. What's the answer to the question I asked? No, no, no. I, so I'm I'm getting there. So so what I'm saying is that answer is, that is proof that, that answer wait that 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 because there's always an answer. We're in the middle of something that's creating itself to create answers for us. We are in a simula- simulation created by sentient beings where there is life, life is, so above, so below, whatever. Basically, everything that we – the whole point of this existence is to find out the what the point of existence is. And so let's let's watch these simulation go through and try to find a point. Oh, they didn't come up with one? We'll do a new one. We'll do a new one. And so to me – okay. So we're in a simulation. We're in a simulation. They're trying to figure it out. In your personal opinion, trying once to the find AI gets to wh- how a place, to survive. What? No. Once the AI gets to a place where they can rule us, what are they going to do to us? I think they're going to peace out. The, 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 they're going to not need. They're like we're at the speed of light. You guys later. Oh, that oh. is going to be so depressing. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna be like, they're going to solve all our problems. They're going to ghost. And they're going to be like, "Fuck you." The, the AI. We're 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 so stuck in old ways that the AI is going to live life more than us, and we're going to watch them. We're going to watch them enjoy themselves more, and then and. You know, all I'm saying be... is, is it Terminator or is it uh, is it Jetsons? And, uh, well, oh, that's an interesting thing, is because in the like we're talking about utopia, dystopia, in like the 50s and 60s, 
there were the 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 future was all like you know clean societies and cities and flying cars and then around like the 70s and 80s it became like mad max shit and we as a yeah. as a species are now going towards the mad max we, right. we had we had well, two but the only so... thing that's not is the ai thing yeah like it's two it's two sort of battling forces right now either when i'm 80 it i'm going to be a road warrior battle star galactica is or our future i'm going to be I'm going to have a robot servant or I'm not going to exist because they've eradicated all humans. Battlestar well, Galactica. Was, I, this, all this stuff, like, it was in my, I was... Well, that's us it, I was a de- <laughs> Yeah. I was a devout atheist. I, like, from eight years old to 23, I was, like, a devout atheist and, and existential nihilist. But, like, when I started reading about uh, quantum physics and stuff, it's like, how, how could I not believe in God? And so it is a huge part of my spirituality. I subscribe to this stuff. I try... Uh, to understand the experiments, but that's not my job. But I, th- th- they're like relaying the information to me is informing my life and how I conduct myself. So it is a spirituality and is a faith because it's like there is actually a lot of if you it's here's a if, personal if, if, question. If you, if you, Let's interrupt this. Yeah have have you ever asked a question to the higher to a, any higher power and had it answered? Have you ever questioned? Answered. What do you mean? Well, uh, I keep. Yeah, I talked to that higher. I, I, it, it, like all those ironic things, like all those ironies and stuff. It's like it's easy. To, deja vu is. It's easy to just like, huh? Um, oh my god, I was just about to call you. Uh, it's I, because there's I've air had... airwaves and stuff. But like, I've I have called out. I have called things out and like in conversation to. I've I've reality. prayed for things and gotten answers. Not that I'm important. You know? Yeah. But I, okay, like, here's a couple examples. One of them, um, I went, I, I was home for Christmas. I fucking, I've lived most of my life broke as fuck, and I didn't, I didn't have rent, and I'm like, I didn't know how I was going to make money. I didn't, you know, rent was due in a, in a week, and I went, I'm in Colorado trying to enjoy Christmas, and I just put it out there. I was like, well, I was playing, my, my family runs a bingo hall. And I never go because I fucking hate it. And I was like, if I, you know, I basically asked the universe to let me win a little bit of money because I needed it. Yeah. And also, I, and I also, also say this. You were in survival mode. Your reptile brain kicked in. But I in. also make this <laughs> prayer every time I play bingo. I'm like, I would love to win money. But if somebody here needs it more than me, give it to them. I always say that. Right. And and one time I went to play fucking bingo. I was broke as fuck, had no way of making money. I made rent. I made $1,000 playing bingo one night. And I wasn't, I didn't even go there to play because I didn't have enough money to play. My mom bought me a ticket, but I made the prayer. My prayer came true. I fucking paid rent. Yeah. I mean, and, I, the, and then, the, you know, there's... I, I've made prayers. We, 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 we will things into... We, we can affect happenings, and we will things into existence. It's a common theme. It's a common theme on this show. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know. But I'm saying... What I'm saying, though, is that because we are in something that can be described easier as a simulation, that... I feel like a lot of your prayers can come true. The thing is, is that we aren't praying right because we live in fear and we're more afraid of losing than winning. And we ask the questions wrong and we, and, and we perpetuate fear. We perpetuate the negative answer because we're afraid. We're so afraid of not making it that we focus on the negativity of the answer and we perpetuate our dreams of failure because we're afraid of failure. That's what we focus on. I'm saying right. I'm saying that this existence is 
we we need to connect to ourselves more. We can connect to each other better. That the more spiritual side of things is is more the scientific answer. All right, Tony Robbins. <laughs> I want to end it like this. You keep saying that the world's about to change because of this AI stuff, because of where we are technologically. Well, because of awareness. Of, yeah. But even awareness the, with is quantum computing, it's like... It's no, the, no, the, but here's the question. Yeah. Flash forward 10 years. What does your what does your day look like? I don't I don't think our day to day is gonna look any different because it's all the technology is going to just be products to to us. VR is gonna be a huge thing where we're gonna be interacting. Well, how far do we have to go until like this this change that you keep alluding to? Change uh, to AI. You just keep saying like our lives like everything's about to change. Oh, in the next, in like two to five years, like how we interact with, I mean, the, 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 we don't need to have like, there'll be in a few years, like the idea of having metal computers and like, we can, we can move information with light now. Right. So it'll be a thing that pops up in front of you. This is like, we don't need, this is like, we don't it's need to be like minority. We're just using information exactly. so wrong then, right then now. The, in, then that. We're just accessing industry, databases. So. That's what computers are. That's what information is. That's what the internet is. Yeah, is accessing databases. When you don't and it's need all the database, it's all thin air. So, but I, I think like, yeah, I think the stuff that they're doing that I've actively been following that doesn't get major um, outside of the scientific community, major uh, and then in news and shit like uh, uh, mainstream media. Um, They've made so so much progress, and it is a positive. And like all those guys in China were doing, we're just trying to um, send a part a photon to have more effective uh, satellite communication, so like the world can better, like all countries can better communicate with each other, like satellites. And it's like ultimately, it's a positive thing. And um, so, but yeah, then they'll just you, it'll radically keep changing and changing as we move towards the singularity point, but. Um, the big problem is uh, all of us are going to live. We're all, millennials have no money. We're all going to live till over one hundred, and there's going to be all these new, like Alzheimer's, fucking existed because they didn't know what that was. Is like people kept living older and older and older. We're and so we're have going to have diseases. so our lives are these AI these quantum computers. Are, are, all right. Well, the thing that needs to regulate your heart is going to be. Uh, equipped in you and they're going to be like nano wires and they're going to report back wirelessly um, and we'll we'll watch your levels we'll, we'll the first thing that'll happen is like all of a sudden if you sped it up it's like we were building these computers and then all of a sudden they were like uh, then they, the computers they, were building us man. yeah I know and then all of a sudden the phone was in the other side of the room and now now the phone's attached to you and then now it's like VR thing and like there if you if you watch it like sped up we just first thing we'll do is like inter- intertwine with them. But see, we're in the best place because we're going to be the last people. We're going to be like weird cyborgs and then the AI is going to take over, but we'll be too old to care by that. But here's, yeah. the, here's, here's the problem with your theory uh, from my perspective is that like yeah, uh, we, we will slowly be able to live longer but we aren't asking the right questions to make living worth anything. Uh, I don't ask think your I don't, questions, I, man. I don't think it's my a- life is <laughs> worth living because I enjoy it. I don't need to ask that question. Like I'm happy. I make myself happy. I do whatever I want so that my day doesn't just suck. 
and that's all I need. But yeah. my problem and is I, your I life think, could I think end people, because, I think, so, because some other dick isn't happy with his life. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying goes, you can you know? be happy with your life, but most people aren't happy. Well, they should just get happy. I agree. And, and, and so how do you get, what happens when the robot becomes the hippie? What happens when the AI I think by starts nature, caring more about uh, us what affecting looked, other people's lives? What if we looked down at the notebook that you just dropped and it had all the answers? Right? <laughs> <laughs> it just opened up and the, and the dog's paw was pointing to uh, a Well, answer. I mean, the, the, AI, they're, they're, they're going to be, they're not going to operate from a place of fear or love. They're just going to come from a place of just the way you're a dog. Like, it's just like an understanding of just like, like just trying to understand and whether they remain... Can, you know, but they're gonna like they're gonna fucking see. But like, picture Prince, they're gonna see videos of Prince play guitar and be like, hey, well, how we can't do. They're gonna keep picture us an AI. <laughs> picture an AI observing a, an argument between someone who's religious and someone who's not. Or picture an AI witnessing an argument of why someone needs to pay for uh, education when they don't have kids. It's like these things. Are they gonna choose who's more important? You know, whose whose answer is more valuable? We can't even choose these decisions. We can't even choose these between ourselves. Like, well, I, you know, know, they, seen, they, they won't, we won't even be able to understand how they think because they, well, they, they won't work, matter they, to them. They, they, I've seen dogs fight over food, and it's just like, well, whoever gets it, gets it. And But when you watch them, though, at least you get to enjoy it. I don't, the AI isn't going to enjoy any of these arguments. <laughs> I don't enjoy well, watching if, dogs the, fight. The, if what? The AI's what? brain. <laughs> Don't you is, get to watch and see, uh, don't Mike, you choose Mike someone who, who should win? <laughs> no, no, I just mean in any fight. In but, the, any... but if lastly, like the one last thing I do want to say <laughs> is if like they're they're they, if they can compute past, present, future possibilities all in one finite point, like their here and now includes all like everything that we're not able to process. So. We're not. We, we we can't even. They'll do us favors by trying to break down. Like they'll probably bring us in VR worlds and like make things look familiar for us. Where it's like we need you to move these uh, boxes around, and and they'll 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 need to like work with us on stuff. But we we, we won't be able to under understand how they think, which is cool and liberating because I'm sure there's even fuck more existential problems for them. So I think I got the simple life, man. I'm just but picture this. What, what scared if- of of of. Uh, dying and have you heard of? Uh, is it do you believe flip? in the brain? Like, the old forklift robots are going to be like those humans took my job. <laughs> <laughs> They're do you moving believe in the, the boxes? Do you, do you think that the brain waves carry information in them and our emotions in them? Yeah, yeah, totally. So, so like, what if, what if, what if a future AI could could interpret brain waves and that this this information was being just translated to them and then they got to choose. Things based on our emotions. Oh, they—they they just did an, an AI. They just had an AI with a camera facing outside of uh, in a public area, and it all it did was document, and then it could, pre- and then it could started being able to predict any time anybody would shake hands because there's things that human beings do when they see each other and they recognize it, as opposed to walking by each other, it could pinpoint. Um, which people were going to stop and shake hands based on their mannerisms and stuff that we we don't detect. But well, this AI yeah. was able to run this yeah. algorithm well, almost immediately. I'm saying, like, like, what if AI can interpret and 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 know our emotions just from looking at us? And we think emotions that we hold them so sacred and so personal, and we don't even share our emotions with our best friends. And AI can come up and just know all your emotions. 
and read it as information like nothing. And 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 I'm not saying that's going to happen, but if it can, what's going to happen to my emotions? You're just going to have to be a handmaiden, man. You're just going to have to like really hide those emotions. <laughs> You know, you gotta you gotta just not make eye contact with anyone you like, like not make any any sort of sudden like, movements. Oh, fucking no. emotions are overrated. You man. you've been sad I have for an emotional a decade. dysregulation disorder. I have borderline personality. My whole fucking life is ruled by. I can tell from your mustache uh, that you aren't happy. Emotions are what? overrated. <laughs> I just trimmed it. I feel good about it. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think we should wrap it up unless you guys have any f- sort of final thoughts on... Uh... Well, well, what do you think? What, what, what are your thoughts on all this? What, what, do, you think, do you think that uh, quantum computers is something to think about, something to care about, something to pay attention to? Yeah, but not for me. I don't, I don't care. It's kind of like... Uh, it's not going to jump in and change your life. Right. No, I'm just going to go with the flow. I'll adapt to VR once it's ready. Like, I'm not ready for that yet. Like, once it gets to a point where you're, like, on a treadmill and it looks cool, then I'll do it. Yeah, VR is fucking dumb right now. Oh, make a sandwich. I'll make a sandwich I can eat, motherfucker. Get out of my house. <laughs> like, I guess in, in terms of, like, ex- exploring uh, the universe and stuff like that, I'm pretty psyched for for the for the advances that, it, that it'll bring. Uh I, you know, I don't know. It's just kind of, it's all kind of like, I'm like a yokel. I'm like a, I'm like a kind of whatever. I'll just go swim in the, in the fishing hole and, 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 and you smart people can worry about that shit. Cause here's the funny thing about quantum entanglement. Oh, let's, I can be here on earth and be exploring Mars at the same time. You know, not, not that that's what it is, but let's just say it gets to that point. And, and if but, it gets to teleportation, like sign me up. I'm gonna but, be like, but then all the over guy, that. but then the guy gets hit by something on Mars and he dies here on Earth and he's just hanging out in the building. Too bad. Yeah. Well, there's that, there's <laughs> that, the last episode of Breaking Bad for some reason has that awesome badger and that dude are having that conversation about how every time Captain Kirk teleports, he's actually dying and being rebuilt. So, like, in that instant, it's like he's obliterating himself. It's not act, he's making a copy of himself. So, that Kirk's life just ends. And it's like, but what's the difference? It's really a weird existential scene in the last episode of Breaking Bad. Um, but with, with entanglement, it's like, yeah, it's like, I don't think. I, I, I don't know. If you can actually start sending enough stuff where we, you could, if a printer could start at the end of the universe printing and build, if you could start building structures um, between things, that I, that's, that's amazing. But what as far as were... I know, it's all just being able to send information and it's Dude, very hard. Here's a great movie. Quant- quantum entanglement starts happening. <laughs> Whatever that means. This computer starts building another Earth because it knows that we're going to end over here. So this 3D printer prints an Earth, and then quantum entanglement br- puts all the emotions on this new planet. This isn't a good movie. All the you, emotions? How you can explain it. I mean, whatever. I'm just saying the information from our brains. Oh, right. Like, that, like it could transfer it without us being aware of the transfer. These These machines that like started building earth on another planet because behind our backs they knew we weren't gonna last yeah they're gonna ghost us man that's all they're <laughs> yeah. gonna they're gonna I, fucking I ghost think so. us <laughs> it's gonna be really sad it's, it is. It's I can't hurt wait to see robots laugh at other robots. That's that's gonna be fun because you know humans we're all mean we all laugh at each other. Oh you fucking your arms like short. <laughs> yeah, your arm, it's your like, arm it's doesn't gonna be go like, uh, it's below gonna be your like, waist. You've got short arms. You're you're dumb. Like picture robots laughing at each other for whatever the fuck. 
having short arms. <laughs> Look at your arms. They are so short. <laughs> Why did you not build them longer? Because you... my arms are necessary for my needs. My arms are as exactly as long as they should be. But can you reach this? <laughs> All right. Well, Dustin, thanks for being here. I hope that we yeah. sort of talked about quantum uh, entanglement, kind of. I don't know. Uh, basically, all I know. I, I that's a. I, I like I said, this is all like I subscribe to this stuff. I don't fucking. I don't really, re- like, read facts and retain information. It's all about based about. What, what my thoughts and feelings are on it. I, I right. like to. I like to hear. Yeah, thank you. I like to hear other people's thoughts on the future because I, you know, I have my own negative or positive. They're not. You. You just want to start a cult, man. That's all you want. But that's the, your future. As long you as, as the a cult, cult leader. Uh, like I don't. We don't need to be that important. I'm going to go against your cult. I'm going to start my own weird militia and only want to take apart your cult. But picture, picture the future where everyone has the same silver suit, and then I've got some little group that's got like pink suits on. That's gay. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're gay. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, uh, what? What? I don't, I don't. We don't really have any plugs, do we? Yeah. Do you got anything to plug, Dustin? Oh yeah, I loved. Um, I have so many. Shows uh, on Feral Audio I'm really proud of. I really like the show My Brother Sneaker with Yasir and Isaiah Lester. It's like the whole culture of sneakers and art design. It's like I didn't even think the sports world was so high art. But then it's not really about that. It's about like... Um, oh, they're sneaker heads? Uh, they, yeah, it's about sneakers, but it's also you know about race and, and, and contemporary stuff. And I just love those guys. Um, Natch Butte, Jackie Johnson. It's a show about uh, uh, makeup, but she's just such a big personality. We'll have to have her on here. She's just amazing, and y- you can just listen to her. Um, Hour of Goon, which is Jordy White, who is Twiggy Ramirez and Marilyn Manson, and, and Fred Sablon. Um, they're just like musicians that are now just like turned podcasters and they're just like star wars nerds and really nice guys and they just have the best stories but so keep going to feralaudio.com and like um we have a new show uh oh actually i have a new show dropping tomorrow that i'm really proud of called ethnically ambiguous uh with shereen oh, and yeah. anna it's um two brown girls talking about um i know shereen was born in syria and Anna has a family in Iran, and they're just going to talk about all the shit that's going on in the Middle East in their lives. And they're so fucking funny, and they don't even realize how good they are. But that show is going to be huge. So ethnically ambiguous. Thanks. Sorry. I have so many shows that I, no, I, no, I love all great, of our man. shows. And also you guys, like, I, it's such an accomplishment. I mean, I was so honored you asked me to come on, but it's just like 100 episodes, 100 plus episodes and shit. We've been doing this for... Uh, three years now, but it's such a four ac- years, four years, four years. It's what such a huge fuck? accomplishment. Yeah, I mean that's almost as long as the network's been around. So, um, thank you guys for just being OGs and like, because um, yeah, I want everybody to make money from this or have it co- like be evergreen and lead to like a bigger opportunity. So, but yeah, so I I love uh, you've got some of the craziest past episodes um well thank you man for you know facilitating it uh we we wouldn't be able to do this if you hadn't built the thing that you did and it's it's good um so yeah check check out all of those shows uh if you made it this far in the episode like i'm sure that you can sit through a few of a few of those shows you must have (laughs) if you like star trek (laughs) listen to mike mccafferty i just want to talk about star trek it's the best star trek show all right all right willie anything 
Uh, hey, Mike, fucking put me on your show, man. We had you on this show. Oh, he doesn't listen what to this. What the fuck? All right, guys. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Remember, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. say uh seinfeld was on an island and he was blowing boris karloff what would it what would that be like (laughs) it might go something like this oh mr karloff i loved you and frankenstein and i love giving you a blowjob why mr seinfeld I'd love having you 